0: to gruesome your horrific true crime podcast i'm meg and my little christmas tree <laughs> kid, connie is going to tell us about
1: samina eman all right guys so we have one week before christmas you guys ready you ready meg
0: yeah i'm done i'm done
1: shopping i've does finished it su- does it surprise you that, like i'm not no
0: not at all I have like (laughs)
1: random things finished. I have the big gifts bought, but like the I don't have like Like my kids' steppers. Oh, I no. Would I say like I have the big gifts? I mean, I have like one gift for each kid, and then I have nothing else. else. (laughs) That's fine. They would be happy with just one gift. Amazon. I'm gonna need you to come and clutch because well, you
0: better order because you have to order stuff by the 15th to guarantee it by Christmas. From Amazon? Yeah, that's what I saw on the
1: thing. Oh, shoot. looks like Um, you're shopping tomorrow. I have have everything written out. I have the list. And that's like what is fresh. My husband is like so frustrated with me because I've had the list of what like down to a T what I'm getting every single person I have to buy for. I just haven't bought it. I get buyers like (gasps) panic. Like I see how much like things are starting to get. And then I freeze and I don't buy shit.
0: Yep. I... This was the first year I normally make a list, but this was the first year I actually like spread it far enough out. Like I started buying stuff in March.
1: Yeah. That's what I have to do that next year. I planned on doing it this year and I have it. Like, I'm just like, ah. I mean, we <laughs> bought, um, like my oldest is getting a computer for Christmas. And like, I bought that. Like we've had that for a while. Cause we got a really good deal on it, but that's about it. That's okay.
0: You know, you know what? It'll all work out. Santa will make sure it works out.
1: Yeah. Big guy. Also, Thanks
0: everyone for the petty Christmas presents.
1: Yes. Suggestions. They were so good. Yes. Thank you. I can't say which ones I'm using just in case anyone is like listening that they're going to get these petty presents, but they were dope and the best. And I love sometimes I don't like it's sometimes I think people get to the end of that part and they're like, you know, they get to the end of the case. Because that's what I do. Like if I listen to a podcast and like it's the end of the case, I'm like, check, I'm done, peace, see ya. So like it's, it's so awesome. I still get so giddy about it. This is so crazy. Which, by
0: the way, we should mention. Do you want to do that at the beginning or at the end? You know what I'm talking about.
1: We'll do it at the end. We'll talk about. Okay. it Okay,
0: perfect. We'll talk to you guys if you wait till the end. We'll tell you
1: things coming in 2022. <laughs> so it's coming up towards christmas and this like i you know we have to do i have to do a christmas case not john manet ramsey christmas case but i have to do a christmas case i think meg is doing a christmas case yes kind of i think so maybe our patrons will get some type of christmas case I don't think they are. I don't think no. That's
0: happening. <laughs> no. We
1: there's a lot of other ones. I have some ideas, Meg. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about it after the podcast. As you can see, we're so organized with everything we do every month. We're very, we're very thorough. We have everything planned. <laughs> but speaking of all of these cases that happened around Christmas. What is it about Christmas that really brings out the worst
0: in people? Yeah, it brings out the crazy because we're all stressed and spending a jillion dollars.
1: I, Yes. I also personally think it's extra shitty tying this all together. I think it's extra shitty of a person to murder someone around a major holiday or a birthday because you're really just adding more pain to their family. It's just an extra douche move on top of the obvious.
0: Yeah, because now they have to think about that every single holiday.
1: Yes. They don't and, have to but they will. Yeah, they will. And you know what else I hate? When people take things that I love and a, like murder is associated with them. And then now when I think about said things, like now I think about this murder as well. And that's like things you love. Yeah. Like, okay. Like the Batman like movie and- yes <laughs> lulu d- dulu lemon my dudes <laughs> Not that real stuff though but make account count set up like that maybe more patrons <laughs> subscribe I'll be able to buy a pair of lulu lemons <laughs> whoever you want to send me a pair
0: who's got a bonus pair of lulis they're sending to Connie <laughs> yeah please
1: I'm a little thicker than I look though so talk to me first <laughs> Uh but this week's example is like, this is an example of that. This we're going to talk this week about the murder of Samina Eamon and happened on, you guess it, Christmas. Samima Eman was from Cardiff in the UK. She was a woman in love. She had been involved with 41 year old Roger Cooper.
0: For two years, say
1: 41 men. I thought that that's where you're going. I was like, no, but get it, girl. (laughs) She had been involved with 41 year old Roger Cooper for two years. They started seeing each other in 2012. They both worked for Costco. Roger was the store manager, Um, Samina was the regional marketing boss. Get it, girl. She was described as beautiful, intelligent, ambitious and kind by her parents, her brother described her as his mentor, his guide, counsel during difficult times. On Christmas Eve, 2014, Samina called her sister to ask how her mom was doing and let her know that she would be up on Boxing Day to hang out with them. She was on her way to spend a couple of days with Roger, but that detail would be left out of the conversation because... Roger had a long-term girlfriend, like live-in girlfriend. Samina and Roger were entwined in a two-year-long affair. But like many third persons in affairs, Samina was sick of being the other woman. She was tired of sneaking away. She was tired of keeping their relationship private. She wanted Roger to get his life together, leave his girlfriend, fully commit to her, like he had assured her he was going to do for the whole two years they were together.
0: That's fair. That's a fair thing to want. That is
1: a very fair thing to want. Her ultimatum was clear. Leave your girlfriend or it's over. Roger's like, okay, I agree. So Samina prepared for her to have a couple of days away with Roger. She booked a hotel in Birmingham, which is about 100 miles from central London at the Mel Mason Hotel. She was ecstatic. She was ecstatic to start 2015 with the man she'd been in love with for two years. She bought wine and chocolate. Um, It's Bellini wine. That's going to be very important later. Um, The romantic getaway was going to be great. And then on Boxing Day, which for our American listeners is the day after Christmas. um,
0: I also didn't know. I was like, when's Boxing Day?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I had to look it up. I had to look it up because at first I thought it was New Year's, and I was like, "I better look this up before I say the wrong thing." And I am so glad I did. And then, so she after on Boxing Day she was going to go spend some time with her family in Essex. About four o'clock, Roger and Samina both depart from Costco in separate cars. They, you can see it on CCTV. They drove around the corner. Samina parked her BMW, grabbed her suitcases, and got into Roger's Audi. Which, honestly, after hearing that, I'm thinking <laughs> that maybe I need to work for Costco instead of the United States government <laughs> because my bank Driving account. Beamers and Audis. All right. Yeah. My bank account isn't set up the same as a manager at Costco. And I'm a little jealous of that, but I digress. Roger heads off for Birmingham. But first, a quick detour to visit his brother David in Leicester because he had to pick up a Star Wars figurine that was going to be a present from David. What Star Wars figurine was it? Do you know? No. Uh,
0: why would you no. do that to me? I know. Oh, there's more. <laughs> the Star
1: Wars is deep with this one, which is why like, I'm like, damn it.
0: I'm excited to
1: hear it even more now. Okay, keep going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They arrive at David's around five o'clock. And you know, off to a romantic weekend, right? Of really? course not, because if it ended there, we wouldn't be talking about. <laughs> we wouldn't it. have a true crime podcast episode about it. Samina never showed up to her parents' house in Essex on Boxing Day, and once it was realized that she never checked into her hotel, an inva- investigation was launched. It was launched under the code name Operation Ceramic, and I wish I knew all of the code names that cr- like investigations were given because that was top-notch information that i feel like i can't live without now like that's (laughs) it's what did they name him after i don't know i don't know
0: Hmm. it's like it's like operation candlestick that's what this one is
1: i thought it was like really weird i was like that's very random but i guess like it's important to have a code name so then like people are knowing what's going on and you keep it i'm ever murdered i hope i have a really cool one I will make sure you do. And Thank if you. they don't
0: give you one. <laughs> please, give, please give me the coolest code name. Yeah. Or just call it that like on the internet or something. It's fine.
1: I will. I'll start if you like. you call
0: it that enough, people will believe it.
1: Mm-hmm, I'll start doing um, an Israel Keys thing where I start like trolling people like under fake things. And I'll be like, it's Operation Battlestar Galactica,
0: I don't know. (laughs) That's fine. That would be a lovely one. I would love Battlestar Galactica. They'd be like, wait,
1: what? (laughs) Battlestar (laughs) Galactica? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what Samina didn't know is that Roger had no intentions on leaving his longtime living girlfriend, Susan Potts, nor did he have any intention on breaking things off with his other girlfriend, another colleague (laughs) from Costco, Mrs. Sweeney.
0: Wait, this, he had another
1: one? Yes. This. Did three, she know about that one too? Nope. Nope. No. This guy um, is a grade A scuzzbag. Ew. Honestly, I want to know how he had the time to juggle three girlfriends because I barely have enough time to juggle one husband. <laughs> like, dude really think about that when I find out people have affairs or like two relationships. And this isn't referring to like polyamorous relationships because honestly that's it's honestly like a lot of trust that I just kind of envy. Like that's a whole you do you boo boo. But I think I can speak for everyone who's married or in a relationship that your partner annoys you sometimes. And if you're saying they don't, you're lying. I annoy my husband. There are times when I Crowdly- <laughs> know- Yeah, there are times I can tell that he's contemplating his whole life when I'm being a little spicy. (laughs) It's a little spice. I don't want to lose my spice. The spice. But to have two, not one, but two. Side chicks, Extra. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, that doesn't even sound like a good time. That sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like a lot of work. Juggling two relationships is a, like, this sounds like a lot of work.
0: Juggling three. yeah, juggling one. Juggling one is a lot of work. It makes like me very tired.
1: Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. I have a husband. I gotta put the podcast stuff down. He well, he does think I think both of our husbands think the same thing. Like when he we were texting about stuff and he's like, I'm so proud of you and your wife. I'm like, me too. Me too. Me three. But because it was. 2015 by this point, and not 1987, it didn't take long for the data to point back to old Roger Cooper. So things things really move like really quick in this case, and I am here for it. On January 1st and 2nd, Roger was brought in to be questioned because, well, prior to this, Her car was located um, 65 miles from Coventry. There were no fingerprints in the car, no luggage, no purse. And earlier that day on December 26, um, around lunchtime, she was seen at a gas station buying the Bellini wine and chocolates. There were no signs of these bags in her car. Um, There... Like even more suspicious was the fact that she is 5'2". Oh, she's her. Smoked. Yeah. Her seat was pushed all the way to the back. Meaning there was no way that Probably she. Probably didn't drive that. hmm Exactly. At this point, police feared, slashed, figured we were now looking at a murder investigation versus a missing person's. Roger Cooper was brought in because he was the last person to talk to her at work. Like I said, there was CCTV showing where he left and then she left immediately after. There had been whispers to police about them being close. And I'll talk about that later. But Roger maintained he went to his brother's that day to get a Star Wars action figure. And then he went back home to the house he shares with his girlfriend. One of them, he told investigators that she texted him after he got home saying, I am fuming. I am going to go where I am truly cared for. And he thought she was meaning work, like a work situation. These are the people who care for me. <laughs> but again, this was after he was home. You can ask my live in girlfriend, Mrs. Potts, Miss Potts. Not to be confused with Pepper Potts. Or Mrs. Potts. True. <laughs> he said that he texted her the next day, Merry Christmas, but he didn't get a response. On January 4th, his brother David was brought in and questioned, where he was like, Yeah, Roger came up and I gave him this Star Wars figure, which I need to know what it was. Does it say? And I, read so much information on this and they like, won't tell you the character hmm.
0: i'm gonna pretend like it's yoda it just makes this makes sense in my that's brain. why i
1: would the only way i would drive that far well not <laughs> only, only for way, yoda but... and you know we say i'm gonna trademark we love a dumb criminal because again <laughs> it's 2015 did they think that because police didn't have Samina's phone, it would be like, oh, guess it's gone. That's what no. I was
0: legitimately thinking. No that, since way. Said of- the text like they're not going to check the phone records and be like, well, that no does way. Not of tracing line up. It out.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and remember how I told you she had spoken to her sister on the way to David's. Yeah. Well, police were surprised, surprise. surprise able to obtain her exact mo- movements the night she disappeared and what a coincidence it, ma- it matched the route Roger would have taken to get to Davids a few days later Roger and David were arrested for the disappearance/assumed murder of Samita and on January 9th they were formally charged with samina's murder they were charged with her murder before a body was ever found police were genuinely like what the hell about this because obviously at this point they're realizing that samina and roger were involved in a relationship but they had no idea what would make david cooper this ex-military soldier part-time doorman he also ran a cafe Murder a a woman. Andy was the store manager of a Costco? No. Andy had three girlfriends. Oh, David. Okay. I was like, no, David. Where do you find the time? (laughs) David has one girlfriend, for all I know. (laughs) But so they were like, why would David, who by his own admission, murder a woman that he didn't know? And why would Roger want to murder a woman who he was in a relationship with? The day after the men were arrested, David asked to speak with investigators for another interview. Shock. In this interview, he gives his version of what happened to Samina. Okay. And police actually released this interview, and I'll probably post it on Patreon as like bonus content, but it said, and if not, you can look it up, you know, but it says that quote, this lady, I didn't know her name. She died on my sofa. He continued to say, my brother had been around. And then after he went, he just, he was literally just gone a minute, the door knocked again. And I thought it was him coming back. So I opened the door and normally I wouldn't open the door because I don't like people. It was this woman who I knew to be an associate of Rogers. She's like, where's Roger stepping into the house? I was like, he's not here. He's gone. He said that he knew Samina was looking for Roger, but Roger had wanted to go home and he didn't want Samina to know where he lived. So he's painting her as this crazy, you know,
0: Uh
1: surprise, surprise woman. Yeah. Shock. Mm -hmm. So being the best little brother he is, he decided to have Samina in for a quick chat to give Roger time to escape home. Being the polite Brit that he is, he offered Samina a cup of tea, but she refused. Good for her. Then he said, quote, she was moaning, which is like, he's like talking about Holly. She's like crying about it. Not like literally moaning. Like she's like crying about it. Okay. She was moaning. I don't recall what she was saying, but she was like, we've made plans. He's supposed to be seeing me, which I'm pretty vague about. In my kitchen, I've got a military ammo tin. I have a bottle of chloroform, and because I'd seen it on telly, I thought it was okay. I thought, I'll just shut her up because my walls are paper thin. I don't want to make a scene, and I want to give Roger a few minutes. She wasn't accepting a cup of tea. She wasn't accepting anything else, so I literally thought it was a really good idea. So I got a bucket. I got the chloroform. I poured over a tea towel. I went in and put it across her face thinking, and as stupid and naive as it sounds, I did it thinking it would just buy me some time because I don't know how long they stay unconscious for. And I put it on her face, sat on her lap, and her arms went up, and I forced them down. And I thought, just a couple of breaths, and then I'll ring Roger and tell him. But I don't know.
0: Like this He's- woman, she's crying on my couch. Better chloroform
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who the hell thinks... Man, this girl's really upset about my brother. My walls are paper thin and it's lopped. I better just use this chloroform. Who just has I... chloroform chilling? He ordered it from eBay, you and that's gonna be a big deal, like later on as well. Um, but he's like, like you just think like, oh, I'm I saw you could do this on TV and cool. I'm just gonna like do this. Just give her a touch so she quiets down. Just a touch of chloroform, and then I'm gonna call my brother with the cock. You're, it's all clear you can go home like no he said that and then he's like and after all of that everything got real crazy and it was going 100 miles an hour like of course it is like he just formed a lady yeah he ended his interview by saying i was like shit she didn't wake up i tried i felt for a pulse and i've only seen it on tv and it sounds stupid it's like you are stupid I'm nearly 40 years old, but it was all weird. And that chloroform was freezing cold on my hand and burning and in, like, in my hand. And then he called, he said he called a friend named Ben who had a van who to come and dispose of Samina's body. Instead of, you know, calling emergency services and being like, oh, I, accidentally I accidentally
0: chloroformed her. It was a weird sex thing. Don't ask
1: any questions. <laughs> I'm going to give a PSA to all of my friends, all four of you. Even though I have a van, do not call me to dispose of a body because I'm going to Who tell you. Who am I supposed to call? I'm going to tell you I'm coming, but that knock knock is going to be the police. <laughs> and then I'm going to talk about you on the podcast.
0: I feel like I guess I am a solo host. Now. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't. I am not. I am not a ride or die friend. <laughs> <laughs> I have a ride with you until shit gets real bad. And then it's like, not like personally bad. I'm talking about like, I'm not going to jail for anyone. You know, a true crime podcast
0: host committing a murder would definitely make big news. It would, but <laughs> don't do it. I wouldn't. I don't have
1: the gumption. I don't. I couldn't. Like I couldn't for an what it's wrong and like there's a laundry list of other reasons why i would never be able to commit such a thing but he then more seriously he again we we joke during this because this sh- like, this is hard and it sucks so on that note we laugh so we don't cry exactly um he said that he had his a sleeping bag of his and so he had put her body in a sleeping bag and that he wasn't from lester so he thinks that maybe this ben guy disposed of her body in Swiftland woods and the whole maybe. time he's like i don't know what happened afterwards people couldn't find out who this ben was like weird it's almost like he didn't exist he admitted to the police he said up until this point everything was about like self-preservation and honestly like i want listeners to pay attention to how he leaves his brother out of this entire narrative like it's almost like too picture perfect like you're trying to paint samina as this crazy stalker woman scorned. it's just an accident he didn't mean to kill her he just wanted to quiet her down because of his paper thin loft walls like he's just trying to help his brother the love of his life obviously but this is the part of the episode where we get to what really happened thank goodness because i'm confused unfortunately for the pooper coopers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i said, i wrote that and i was like pooper <laughs> worse." <laughs> uh david has friends like i would be and a friend of his a female came forward and said that she came forward on january 11th and said hey david asked me to hold these keys to his allotment which from previous episodes we know is like an area of land in leicester i think this is suspicious So at this point, police had already found the bottle of Bellini wine in David's fridge that Samina had purchased that on the CCTV that they saw the snacks that she was seen purchasing. He had in his cupboard and her like navigation system thing was also found in his loft. So speak (laughs) again, David, you're a liar. Yeah, no joke. So, at this point, they're like, all right, uh, David's story is completely false. Let's go to this allotment and see what's going on. So, they, mess- they wasted no time. And I guess, I don't know if this is, if you are involved in, like, crime scene investigation or you know more about it, I would like to, like, I'm genuinely curious. Because for this case, archaeologists were called out to, like, assist in the dig, like, to, like, look for remains. And I didn't know if that was standard. Like process, like here in America, or if it's just like members of that
0: another job description for archaeologists.
1: Yeah, like I, I am genuinely like interested. Yeah, that is interesting. I would like Um, to. Archaeologists arrived on or at David's allotment, and on January sixteenth, in a deep grave, a corner of a sleeping bag was discovered. When investigators opened the sleeping bag, they knew immediately because David had said he put her body in a sleeping bag that they had discovered the body of Samina Eamon. She was found inside an army-issued sleeping bag wrapped in a towel, a plastic bag, and ropes of cling film. So like a plastic wrap. The autopsy showed that she had the presence of chloroform and several metallic elements, including arsenic, antimony, tin, mercury in her system and that um, it was thought to have been given to her in a liquid form, like Like perhaps tea. tea. That's exactly what I thought. Um, The Cooper's trial was set for August 15th, 2015, and it lasted for about eight weeks. Um, Yeah. Um, The bombshells that were dropped during the trial were insane. Prosecutors had spent the previous nine months preparing to put these scumbags away, and I admire that. Remember when I said at the beginning, I hate when crimes are connected to some of my favorite things? Yeah. Well, investigators found three phones, three phones in Roger's possession. One of them acted as like a burner phone that he used exclusively for talking to David. And this phone, they found evidence that they had actually planned to kill Samina Twice before this, one of the time yes, one of the times was on December eleventh, where um, at the trial they would admit to using Star Wars phrases such as "Death Star complete," "Stay on target," "Look at the size of that thing," and "You are expected, Vader," to try to hide what they were really doing. It's assumed that Death Star complete is referring to either David clearing out the brush and weeds from the allotment. Because like I said, David did have a girlfriend as well. Um, she testified against him at the trial. Um, she's,
0: she's also like, not
1: a ride or die. She's like, uh, uh-uh. nope,
0: no, no, thanks.
1: and she told jurors that not only did she see David the night of the murders around seven forty-five. it's, So it's assumed that Samina was murdered between 5.07 and 6.26. So right after this, Samina was still, like, her body was still at the house when um, David's girlfriend came over. She said that she stayed about 15 minutes. She was in the living room where she was murdered. And David was acting completely normal. Like, she didn't have any cues, like, something might be off. He wasn't, like, fidgety. He wasn't, like, freaking out that kind of just person mur- like
0: what kind of people are these that they can just act totally normal after they mm-hmm. have murdered someone exactly
1: but she it's she also testified that in mid-december she cleared she was at the allotment with david like helping him dig out areas clearing weeds so it's either like the death star complete is either when that like the burial location was like cleaned up for them or. um David ordered the chloroform on December 7th off of, like I said, eBay, because why not? I I didn't even know you could get
0: eBay. (laughs) Chloroform
1: on eBay, what? The night of Samina's murder and the following few days were pieced together by investigators through train tickets and rented cars. And here's what they think happened. Samina and Roger arrived at David's around five and it is... We do not know if she knew she was going there, if she knew it was going to be like a brief pit stop or what. But Samina was immediately overpowered by the two brothers. Um, And it makes her case like it pisses me off that much more because both of these men are over 6'4". Like they're big, like these are big dudes. And she's 5'2". She's 5'2". She was murdered, like I said, almost immediately after she arrived here, they had planned this for months. This this wasn't like a scorned, we're going to do this, like this is for the moment. No, they had planned this for months.
0: Like, why not just break up with her? Why not be like, I'm not leaving? Yeah,
1: there's a theory about that here in a little bit, I'll tell you. Pretty much as soon as Samina was murdered, Roger hauled ass back home. He just left. He left little brother to clean up the mess. When Roger arrived back to Coventry, he used Samina's phone that he had with him at his living girlfriend's house to send himself the I'm fuming text message. On Boxing Day, David drove back to Coventry to pick up Samina's BMW and drove it back to his house. The next day, he drove her car to Lutton. He then took a taxi to the Parkway train station before he went back home on December 29th. He rented a car from Coventry back to Lutton to move Sabina's car. One last time he took wipes with him at this point where he wiped away all fingerprints, cleaned out the completely the inside of her car. This is where he made the huge mistake of not moving the seat back where it was when he got in it. And I really don't understand what type of relationship that like they have where Roger could talk him into movie like murdering his girlfriend and have not only have your brother help, but do essentially everything else. Yeah. Like he disposed of Sabina's body. He went to great lengths to clean up the scene to help with an alibi it's all very strange to me because like I said I, I'm not a ride or die but I, I love my siblings but I would never do something like this for them yeah
0: and never do like the majority of the work either like no uh no I would not murder someone for them but also like <laughs> like it would be hard-pressed for me to do their dishes after, yeah you know like
1: I but love I- my I love my brothers, but I'm not gonna like, yeah, no crazy. And it occurs to me that if he is manipulating enough to maintain three relationships and two of the relationships, they know they're the other woman. So it's really like who knows what he told David. Yeah. That's like we said, he presented, he was like, Oh, she's he didn't want. Roger didn't want her to know where he lived so it's he paints her as he has
0: some psychopathic tendencies abs one antisocial maybe
1: I don't know he's muy loco well after hearing all of the evidence including his other not the living girlfriend but his other girlfriend Miss Sweeney she also testified against him and she testified that Roger once told her not to cross him because he was a dangerous man if backed into a corner, which it's crazy. Like you hear that and you're like, oh, you're probably like an asshole. Not like I could murder you. And not feel anything about it. What did they ever plot to murder that one? I, woman- I don't think she ever gave him the ultimatum. Oh, and so that's what did- it was. That it's was the ultimatum. Mm hmm. She, uh, Miss Sweeney called Roger Wolfie, which Blech. I was thinking of like the show you. You didn't watch it, did you? I haven't watched it. No. Yeah, so you wouldn't get that reference. But anyways, other people will. Yeah, but and I don't. She, <laughs> sorry. He called her. I don't know if it was S A I or like Sai before. It's like the shorthand for sweet and innocent, which also. Blech. They had only been involved with each other for six months. And I honestly feel like she's lucky because I feel like if she would have been put in that same situation, if she not, if when she got tired of being the other woman, she would have also given him the ultimatum. That's what any normal person would do. Also,
0: like, it seems like. Samina probably started giving him ultimatums, like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to be this, and then he picked up another girlfriend and then started planning to kill her, mm-hmm. like, to have a backup, which is disgusting.
1: But, like, like I said, by the end of the trial, it became clear that Roger was desperate to preserve his life, the life he had with his girlfriends, and most importantly to him, the career that he had, because Costco had a very strict upper management co-workers cannot date that's fair yes and so with this policy them going public with their relationship would mean that the company would f- obviously find out and he thought he would lose his job which pisses me off because samina ov- obviously saw something in him that made her feel like he was worth possibly losing her career over
0: yeah, or like, and, getting a di- like being willing to go and get a different career.
1: And he assumed that he would be considered just one of the many people she worked with during the her murder investigation that no one would think it was him because he honestly didn't think that she was going to tell anybody about their relationship. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> Samina told her besties. And they were quick. They were the ones who were like, hey,
0: Yeah. Guys, you really think they're not telling it? We're not going to tell a soul. No, I'm going to tell
1: everybody. Yeah,
0: everyone. Like, I'm going to (laughs) tell my siblings. I'm going to tell my parents. I'm going to tell my best friends. Like,
1: (laughs) if you guys are together for two years, she's planned your wedding. Yeah. You don't know it, but she has. Like, and guys, I'm going to tell you a secret. A girl is always going to tell her besties none of your secrets are safe we tell our best friends everything about you that gross habit that you have that we nag about your her bestie knows she's how it is stuff that you don't even know yeah (laughs) they know yes things that i haven't even told you (laughs) are an issue she knows And honestly, it's good to have friendships like that. because
0: Honestly, they're probably just waiting in the wings for the moment that they could like drop that. Like, hear you say something sassy to her so she can be like, yeah, well, I know you pick your nose.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) How are your crusty ass feet doing? You still scratching her in the middle of the night? You still bite your toenails? You nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Have any dairy lately? Danny? (laughs) we know we know and like so her friends
0: were like yeah it was him or like she's been with him
1: yeah they were like hey uh i think you should look into her relationship with roger because roger is planning on
0: leaving what an ego to really believe that like no one knew for two full years yeah like look there is you are not the no. Gi- like the gift you think you are.
1: No. And to decimate Star Wars by using. Yeah, those, I am like, annoyed about that. references. Because there was
0: no, there was no figure. It was just their dumb code. Yep. And now I'm mad about it. Told I... you.
1: During the trial, David tried to recant his confession that he had given, like in his earlier interview by saying nah. that I didn't have anything to do with her murder I just found her body when I was asked to move her car. Cause then at this point he's realizing like, Oh shit, my brother is just going to let me burn for this.
0: You said his br- little brother was almost 40, right?
1: Yeah. Like, they're... you know better by this, you point. know, you know, you're, <laughs> you're a grown ass man.
0: <laughs> like, you know how to say no to another adult human. Be like, mm-hmm. no, sorry. Boundaries.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, it makes me sick. But at the end, it didn't matter what they said. there was, and roger had nothing to say he was cold he was callous through the whole thing he just meh that's how he felt
0: so did his live-in girlfriend ever say anything
1: it didn't say whether she testified or not okay i would be i'd be like you better hope you're going to prison man because if not i am (laughs) poor
0: her because if she didn't know you know, and then all of this came out on top of that. Like, that's heartbreaking for her mm-hmm. in more ways than like 10.
1: <laughs> At the end of the trial, they were both found guilty of murder. Prior to sentencing, Samina's family read victim's impact statements. Her brother said, like, I was like, Her brother said, "Um, I am forever reminded of her loss with constant triggers to memories from her life. Worse still with triggers such as road signs for locations, which I understand are linked to her death because during the trial, when pictures of the crime scene were presented, um, her body was buried by a sign that at his little plot of land, there was a sign in like one of those primitive signs, you know, you get like uh, the mall during Christmas season that said, don't wind me up. I'm running out of places to hide bodies. Ew. hmm. And I was like, one, you are a grown ass man. That's not funny. No.
0: But like uh, someone who's capable of murdering someone would mm-hmm.
1: like, why wouldn't they think it was funny? You know, like think that they are clever for it. Her parents gave, like, her dad gave an impact statement that was, like, going about how he's never going to be the same, his family's never going to be the same, how he could talk for days about her, and how, like, they were praying and hoping that she was still alive, holding on to any tiny hope that the police could be wrong. And he said that it's hard for us to even imagine that an innocent, kind, beautiful girl could be murdered, let alone our daughter. We are still in shock and we are all still missing her in so many ways. He said that they would never be able to fully enjoy their life again, which is accurate. That's that's yeah. the sad reality of it. And he said that... Um, it's affected them to the point of their other children and grandchildren. they worry about them going out and thinking they won't be safe because this was someone she trusted. This is someone she loved and they, he brutally murdered her. Like it was no big deal. Um, The deputy, the detective chief inspector on the case, um, her name was Caroline Marsh. She said, I would say this is the most callous offense I have ever investigated. Most murders that occur are spontaneous events driven by anger or jealousy. Whereas in this case, what we uncovered were weeks and weeks of planning to kill Samina, numerous attempts on her life and a really unusual cause of death. Um, because deaths from like chloroform are not, it's not a common way to murder someone. So had she been poisoned or did she die from the chloroform? They, it was strange to them that the metallic, like the metals were in her system. And they were kind of like, what the hell? So like I think they tried know. to poison her and it That's kind of what I think. Like, I think they tried to poison her first, like with the arsenic. And because they watched Scooby Doo and they think it's going to be an instant type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't. Or if they, you know, chloroformed her first, like give her the art, like the cocktail or whatever and then it didn't work so they gave her more i don't that is unclear um one of the times they and this is like what was crazy about the situation like about david and roger's dynamic because one of the times they were going to murder her she frequently stayed at a hotel like so she could hang out with roger and um David was like stalking the hotel to see when she was going to show up and she was supposed to like drive herself there, but she ended up like taking a taxi to the hotel. So he sent like messages in like broken French, like alluding to like, no, like, it's a no go, like chances mm-hmm. pass because the um, taxi taxi driver. Yeah. And they dropped her off like right at the main entrance, but they were both sentenced to 30 year sentences at least 30 years it's you know it's the uk so they the sentencing is a little bit different but that's actually like a pretty significant sentence over there yeah and like i I said what as gross as neither one of them showed emotion they were just stone cold during the trial they were stone cold during the sentencing they're grade a pieces of shit and do they have parents were they there like are you just gonna it's, it's I couldn't because I always try to find like I said, I, I like the psychology of it. So I always try to find information about like their childhood and I couldn't really find anything. So it's Ugh. well those guys sucked. That yeah. Was sad. Yeah. And I hate it because like she was in like she was making it for herself. That's a boss ass job to have for anyone, but especially for a female to have. And like she was driving her own bm you know she had her bmw she had she was taking care of herself and it's would she be considered his higher up or well she was i think it was different because like she was marketing like in the marketing management side she wasn't he was store manager and she was like a marketing manager
0: okay i don't really know
1: how the you know the Costco yeah. Costco
0: line of command works. I've heard a... that it's a great place to work though.
1: Yeah, I have. I've heard um in like social media.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's just probably Costco's marketing
1: team. <laughs> True.
0: They're like, this is a great place to work.
1: But like you you hear about relationships and you hear about domestic violence and you hear about like girls trying to leave those or men trying to leave those and it becomes violent at that point but there was none of that she was happy she was like i'm going to like this is the beginning of our life and but he had been plotting this he had been plotting and like
0: keeping up the facade too you know
1: yeah because i guess she loved her yeah and i guess she had like um like she had been pressuring him on this for a while which is Natural. You are not going to be able to have a very two girlfriends, long two boyfriends. Like it's not. You're not going to. No person like for it's a gonna long be a, time. No, unless like both parties know about it and like are cool with it. Which, if so, like I said, that's awesome. That's your thing. But not if like you're not going to be able to like have a side chick or side dude, and the side person be okay with that for Forever. like extended period of time. And it's ugh super uh,
0: and also night. i'm just glad that they didn't um sully
1: princess leia's name mm. in their code words you know i was wondered if like i had like the rabbit hole thoughts of if david was it like maybe a diminished like mental capacity oh maybe or if he is also just a freaking monster Crazy. both of yeah that's
0: that's why i am interested to hear about their childhoods to see like
1: yeah that's what i was saying i was like because i was looking i was like what happened to these like what happened to them why why are are these guys why do they suck so bad yeah like why and normally we see like psychopaths and like serial killers and like murderers in general like it's not like they have normal relationships and this guy appeared to have three so but those two of them weren't normal Yeah, that's true. I would argue that
0: three of them weren't normal, but.
1: Yeah, it's he, when he said that he was dangerous backed into a corner, she backed him to a corner and he was fatal, like, and it's gross and it's, it made me feel, like, gross after, like, researching it. And then I felt sad. Merry Christmas. Merry
0: Christmas.
1: It's like, on Christmas Eve, like, You're a little bitch.
0: Also, like, shouldn't you be doing things that are not murder on Christmas Eve? Like opening presents or hanging out with your one
1: of your three girlfriends?
0: Uh. Especially
1: the live-in one. I don't know. Well, to Samina, that was not an issue. He was going to, he was leaving her then. That was the start of their relationship. That was, like, their fresh start this weekend away. Ugh. Ugh. I did look up archaeologists and see what that meant. I didn't
0: like super look it up, but it just said that they help with the analysis of physical remains uh, through ex- in excavation sites. So maybe that was just part of
1: that. That makes sense. Cause I knew like, obviously like I think of archaeologists and I think of like dinosaurs.
0: Yeah. Or like history.
1: Yeah. Kinda, like, and then trying
0: to build that subway in Rome, but every time they dig deeper, they find more like ancient history. <laughs>
1: Like how cool. It man, I love history so much. Like I dive into it. And then I'm like, oh shit, it's been like three hours.
0: It's kind of like a, you know, true crime is kind of a
1: segue, I think, off of yeah. history. I think that's kind of like early He's- on, like that's how I got like into like this type of stuff. Cause I was as a kid obsessed with the Titanic. Like with Titanic, <laughs> oddly, weirdly, like way
0: it, you too know, in crazy. In your defense, that Titanic the movie came out at a very pivotal point. I remember opening my eyes the day it came out on VHS, and my double mom woke VHS. me. Yeah, double VHS. And my mom woke me up for school, and I was like, "Titanic VHS came out today. Can you buy it?" And she was like, <sighs> "Maybe." And she did buy it, and I wore that thing out.
1: Well, I had like, prior to that, like that's, I was obsessed with Titanic. Like before that I watched, I went to the movies to see Titanic and I was disappointed. <laughs> I was like, this is not the documentary I thought it was going to be. And then I did watch it. Like when it came out, my mom went to Walmart at midnight to get it for me. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like, so I love this. Like I love like Titan, all of it. I mean, now it's like I watch it, but like I, it was just so crazy to me that like that many people died. Like I couldn't like I couldn't wrap my like little couldn't head around it. it. Like I, no, I had a paint by number of like a big long one that was like Titanic. I had all of the books, and I am trying to bleed that nerddom into my middle son. It's I don't so nerving- know. If- yeah, because like they have these books now. Like, this is not an ad. I'm not getting paid for saying this. They have this like um, series of books called I Survived. And yeah, it's I've seen those. So dope for like adolescent readers because it is like, and it's not always like, you know, h- that historical like the Titanic, but they have like I Survived 9 11, I Survived California Wildfires in 2018. Like, they're, and they're really informative, and they're written so like kids can also like be interested in them. Like a story. And it's yeah. Did you ever
0: read the Dear America books? They like uh, had like a velvety cover, and they had the string you put like the string bookmark or like the ribbon. I don't bookmark. think I did. Man, I was an
1: American Girl reader. That's how I got my. History. I read those.
0: I read those also. Um, shout out to Samantha and Molly. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I Felicity, I loved where you at? I loved the Dear America books, and they were historical. But I just like they felt so fancy, and I've I would been think looking. A velvet
1: cover would be fancy.
0: Yeah they they were very fancy to me, and I've been looking, trying to find them on like Goodwill, like the Goodwill website, and mm-hmm. other like whenever I go looking for them, I try to find them. And you're like
1: this, isn't it? I did get a bunch one. of American Girl books from Goodwill.
0: Yeah, rookies, I... <laughs> suckers. Uh the six year or almost seven year old's interest is kind of fading in american girl it makes me sad because i just want to go even harder i want to be like no we love it let's go but let's go every day yeah she's like no a new thing
1: Ooh, shiny my middle son um reads at like a really high level for he's in second grade and he um him and like three or four other kids in his class, instead of doing like the normal reading groups, they're in like a novel club and they are starting the boxcar children. And I was like, that's my, that's my, and then I didn't realize how old they were. Cause like I told my mom that she's like, Oh, I loved the boxcar children. And I was like, what? Yeah. That was like fresh and new. And I was young." Nancy drew. I used to want to live in a, like a rain car or a train car
0: i was it's like "This is you, that's cool now you can make a tiny house in one of those
1: where's my rich grandpa i mean i don't want to take care of my siblings but i could live out there by myself until i find this
0: i can live in my tiny house train car with my rich grandpa
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious uh segue from riches to business um
0: <laughs> riches to business they we have a couple
1: ahead. well actually one thing we kind of got to
0: we would like to tell you that yes. because the podcast has grown exponentially in the last year, and that comes with a lot of extra work, we were approached by somebody that we use. Like, mm-hmm. for, and like this podcast would not be possible without them. And we are going to start an ad campaign in January.
1: But we want to is- give you a heads up. It is not what you think when you think of ads because I think of ads and I can, I'm sure you can. There's a few podcasts, like all genres that pop into my head where it's like a couple minutes ad, a couple minutes ad. That is not ever going to be the case. And we've made that pretty clear, like speaking, like that's not, like we're yeah. never going to be in the middle of a case talking about horrible, horrific things and drop an ad.
0: Yeah, we don't want to interrupt something as important as someone's story and murder with yeah. like trying to convince you to buy something. Like that's Yeah, just, and I, that was one of our things going into this that we were like nope and we'll never try to sell you or try to pitch something to you that we don't use. And yeah, and we like, use
1: this. We'll like get into it. And it's and it's not going to be it's not going to be a huge thing. We will never be. And like when Meg and I started the podcast, our goal was to remain ad free as long as we possibly could, because I hate ads. We, fun fact, we kind of take a hit (laughs) when it comes to like producing the podcast, because like for the first six months, we didn't even have like Patreon or anything. Everything is out of our pocket. We are not one of the podcasts that are like, nationally produced we don't have anyone producing it for us we don't have anyone writing our scripts we don't have any of that it's just the two of us and we you know it is a lot of time like away from our families that i'm not like significantly complaining about but <laughs> it's it's just like at a certain point like we knew we may have to we talked about like what we wanted what we didn't want and we literally have like hung on to like the last possible minute where we're like all right like we have to like monetize this it, like in some way because we you know it, we just have to and it's weird like i said we're never going to be like in the middle of a case and like talk like try to sell you some random game hello on our fresh phones Box. or hello fresh boxes or <laughs>
0: yeah that's not any it. of that
1: like it's never going to be like that it'll if-
0: always be something that we use like genuinely use not like yeah. tell you that we use be- because they gave it to us for free because it'll yeah. always be i don't know we because just, we had
1: very specific rules going into this because that we we've were been not. approached for probably the past five months now like regularly like we want to buy ads in your podcast we're always like nah son
0: yeah one person we- i was like
1: <laughs> What's your budget? And I never heard from them again. <laughs> yeah, like it
0: magically is like it was funny. I don't know. I thought that and
1: was like funny. we we know us not having ads is some of your guys's favorite thing about us, and I love that. I love that we have been well, able. A lot to- of
0: people have been like, "Hey, get a check, start running ads." Like I've had several people, yeah, lots of people, yeah. tell me that, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I yeah. like that you support me." That's cute. Yes, and our time because it is a lot of time. We
1: love doing it. This is like our time every week to hang out. That's why like episodes yep. come out like first thing in the morning because we like talk for like an hour before we record. Yeah. But yeah, we just wanted to give you guys the heads up so you didn't like crucify us when you heard one. Like or I said, feel like betrayed like they yeah. said
0: they wouldn't be ad free. I did take it out of our Instagram bio like a couple of like a month or two
1: ago. It's not going to be the type of ads that you guys think they're going to be. Like, when I think of ads, I think of, like, and she disappeared. And let me tell you about this game that I play on my phone every day. No, it's not going to be like that at all. It'll be, like, tell you well, why we
0: like this and yeah. if you should get it. And we will always tell you when it is, like, an ad and not just – because, like, you know, we talk about – we talked about Lululemon. Yeah, we talked about a lot, a lot of stuff. Or like that stuff I'm like, we like stuff we buy to... on Amazon. We're just like, yeah, I bought this and it was worth it.
1: Yeah. And like, it's just growth. Yeah. Growing pains. It happens. It's. Yeah. But thank you, guys. Yes.
0: And if... hopefully it doesn't bother you too much and you'll still tolerate it with us.
1: I think most of you will. Yeah. I hope you guys do because we love that you guys listen and we love. Like being able to like, we love you. (laughs) That's why we wanted to tell you. And that's why we were so, I guess, specific with, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. This is our stipulations ahead of time because we love you guys. But honestly, like this company that we're going to be talking about is we it's a necessity for yeah, us we literally couldn't do the podcast without it yeah so we're like oh you know like this is great and honestly we'll get into that here soon but it's we are very pro like you should start your own podcast like you should do this if you want to like let us tell you how we can and that's it's gonna it'll help you guys too like any of our budding podcasters that we love to talk to which is, i know there's a lot of you so
0: so now that that's off of our chest, huh, we feel like <gasps> I know I've been stressing out like I, <laughs> it has been something we've stressed about for quite a while. Like, what if they get mad at us? I'm just like, it'll be fine. They won't get mad at us. They like a lot of them are our friends now, too. A lot of our, listeners yeah. are our friends. Too.
1: That's why I felt like I felt like I was like betraying. That.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal
1: yes yes i but we just wanted to be transparent with you guys so now you can stew on it until the first of the year you get a few more episodes
0: yeah just email us your frustrations or complaints i guess let us know
1: we'll we'll see what we can do (laughs) and other than that i think that's all get your christmas shopping done buy those passive aggressive gifts Thank you so much for listening to Gruesome Horrific True Crime. We love you, beautiful strangers. And if you love
0: us too, and you'd like us to keep putting out ad-free content, here are some of the ways that you can help support Gruesome.
1: You can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other true crime connoisseurs find us, and you get a I knew them before they were famous moment.
0: Follow Gruesome Podcast on
1: Instagram and talk to us on our posts. Engage with us. we love to hear from you there. If you'd like to send a donation, we have a Patreon. Sign up to join our True Crime Sticker of the Month Club and to gain access to exclusive Patreon perks.
0: If a one-time donation is more your thing, you can find our Venmo at Gruesome Podcast and our PayPal using our email, gruesomepodcast at gmail.com.
1: Speaking of which, we love hearing from you. It seriously makes our whole life. So send us questions, comments, suggestions, or just ask our opinion on whether or not that person you met on Tinder is a serial killer or not. Tune in next
0: week and don't forget, lock your windows, lock your doors, and on Wednesdays, we're gruesome. gruesome. Bye. Bye.